When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Reality Radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. Make sure I got this right. Um, We're in kind of a banking crisis. You know, we've had a couple of banks had to get taken over by the FDIC. And then you had the Credit Suisse UBS deal because Credit Suisse was in trouble. And during that, people are moving their money to cash, to banks. Wow, I got to figure that one out. Hi, a welcome to Talking Real Money. I'm Tom Cock. Don McDonald has the day off. Uh, we'll talk more about what he's doing on his day off uh, today. And he deserves it. He's here every Saturday and every other day, et cetera, et cetera. So uh, you're out there trying to make sense of all the stuff going on. And there's actually quite a bit going on. Um, so give me a ring. We're, your your questions always move right to the top. I have a lot of questions that people have sent me. I have a lot of things people asked me about this week. Uh, my wife very kindly said, what are you going to talk about on the show today? So I brought up another idea. But if you call today, because Don's not here, I'm going to give away some Talking Real Money shirts, T-shirts. They're, they're kind of nice. They're white. They got the big logo on the middle of them. Um, plus, and this has not been publicized, we are moving the office at the end of uh, next week. No, we're not trying to stay ahead of the SEC or anything. Uh, we're moving upstairs, a little more room. So thanks to many of you who have become clients, we are uh, getting bigger and need more space. So we're moving. So and they're not going to be mad at me if I move a few of these Talking Real Money shirts. So anyway, here's the number. Easy to, easy to easy type in on your little phone. Enter your phone. 855-935-8255. So I just mentioned this is I find this very strange indeed. According to a source, I guess, that would know, um, $300 billion has moved into cash over the past four weeks. Now, it doesn't say if it was money that was under the mattress or uh, coins that were in your uh, sofa. It just says $300 billion has moved to cash during this time, as you may be well aware there's been bank failures. There's been worry about major institutions and whether or not they're going to be able to be okay. There's a feeling of insecurity with things that are normally secure. And you're moving to cash. Well, first of all, should you be moving to cash anyway? No. If you're in stocks and bonds and mutual funds and exchange-traded funds and your asset allocation is correct, you shouldn't be moving anything anywhere. Now, if you have $10 million in one bank, that's something to consider because, as you probably also aware, the FDIC will only insure you up to 250000 But I still get asked a lot about sort of the bank situation right now. And the reality is it's a not surprisingly a very concentrated industry. And I do not expect uh, 1819, 1837, 1839, 1857. You, you remember those years of the, the bank panics 
Uh, oh, oh, that's right. There's 1873, 1884, 1890, 1893, you all moving, voting with your feet, moving your money from smaller banks to uh, larger ones. Keep getting, I think uh, Bank of America took in like $15 billion in the last few weeks. JP uh, Morgan Chase, they took in a bunch. Uh, the, the big, big, big are getting big, big, bigger. In fact, uh, the share of U.S. banking assets controlled by the 25 largest banks is up to about 70%. The five biggest, they've got about half of the assets now. Because apparently you feel safer knowing the money's at the Bank of America or Chase. When the reality is, frankly, anyone, any institution that is insured by the FDIC, your 250000 is good. Good to go. And you shouldn't be worrying about that. But there's a lot of uncertainty right now about uh, not just banks, but other places that you store your money. So we're going to spend a little time talking about that today. And, uh, and we'll also unpack... Why Why just being invested in the S&P 500 is not a particularly great idea as well. So those topics, your topics, again, as I mentioned, at 855-935-8255. That's an easy number, 855-935-8255, which I think is eight. I think the 8255 part is talk because that's how creative um, my partner on this program is, Don McDonald. So we'll come back. We'll talk about some of those other places you keep cash or cash-like instruments and how safe all of those are during these uncertain times as all times are uncertain. We'll be back with more Talking Real Money in just a moment. Do you suffer from hodgepodgeitis? I'm Don McDonald, and hodgepodgeitis is a disease of your investment portfolio whose symptoms include lots of stocks, loads of random loaded mutual funds, and maybe an annuity or two. Most who suffer from hodgepodgeitis dread opening their quarterly portfolio statements. They feel lost and confused. Investing seems overwhelming and the financial future uncertain. If you believe you suffer from hodgepodgeitis, see a 100% fiduciary investment advisor immediately. A proper diagnosis is the first step to creating a portfolio with a purpose based on a personal plan. Start on the road to recovery now by scheduling a free meeting with an Appella advisor at TalkingRealMoney.com. There is no cost, obligation, or high-pressure sales pitch. Take the first step at TalkingRealMoney.com or call 800-386-3004. Hodgepodgeitis is not a real disease, but treating it has been shown to improve mood, reduce fear, and even lead to a brighter financial future. Results may vary. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. Welcome back to Talking Real Money. Hey, uh, Tom Cock here today. Don McDonald with the day off. I, I said I would say what he's up to today. It's kind of interesting. He is at a voice convention. Now, you, of all the people in the world, guy who needs to go to a voice convention is Don McDonald, really, with one of the nicest voices you'll ever hear. Uh, but this is a convention about working for others using his voice. Don does some independent announcing. He's got a cookie thing, a beer thing. I'm, I'm seeing, a, I'm seeing a, some similarities here uh, where he does the voiceover work. So he's there 
doing that today and a well-deserved day away from the uh, the hot microphone that is uh, normally in his uh, upstairs there in Celebration, Florida. So he's gone. I'm here. And your calls always move to the top, 855-935-8255, 855-935-8255. And as I mentioned, we'll get you away uh Talking Real Money t-shirt for calling in today. And coming up in a couple minutes, we'll also, again, talk take up this uh, aspect of moving to cash, which you know we don't believe in market timing. And also sort of uh, if you're going to have money in safer places, how safe is it? And what are those paying today? Because that's another thing that seems to come up a lot. But let's go to the telephones first. And joining us is Dave. Hi, Dave. Welcome to Talking Real Money. How can we help you today? Hi, Tom. I actually called to help you, but you can oh, help good. me too. I like Please. things. I like I like things when we center together and help each other. That is very kind. Well, thank you. I'm a very kind person. So, what's up today? Well, gosh, where do I start? I've listened to your entire show. It's the first time I've listened to you. I just called in and spoke with Lauren on her show. And I use the radio to learn things. And I've uh, I've learned over time that if I listen to the radio all day long and I listen to the right shows, and now I'm participating in them. This the call I made earlier to Lauren was my first, and you are my second. So I'm a I'm kind of a call in virgin. Long time listener, first time caller. Then is that what we're getting here? No, no. I'm a I'm a short time listener and a first time caller. Okay. Well, do you have anything specific you want to know about right now? Uh, yes, I do. But first of all, in answer to your question about the cash and investments and what to do, just simply put it in the market responsibly. All right. Capitalism at its finest and just keep it there over time. And that way it will become an income generating uh, revenue source for you. Are you familiar with Dave Ramsey? You must be. Oh, of course. We uh, we know Dave's work. We really enjoy the paying down debt part. His investing, not so much, but yeah, very familiar with Dave, yeah, of course. No, he, he, baby steps, and he's absolutely right. Get rid of all of your debts. Do never go into debt. Start when you're young. Teach kids when they're very young the fundamentals of um, money management and how to build wealth. Yeah, which is the hard part, by the way. There's a big piece in the Wall Street Journal this week, Dave, talking about how to get people to sort of set money aside for retirement. It's always this difficult topic. Um, it comes up a lot. People call the program oftentimes or ask me. And I truly, yeah. I'm not a type of person that likes the government to tell other people what to do. But in this case... The move now with with Secure Hack 2.0, this aspect of once you join a company, you're going to be enrolled in the plan, I happen to think is a good one because people just have trouble. All that money that comes into their account, once it's there, they just have this tendency to spend it. If you have the discipline of that money coming out first before it gets to you, you don't spend it. Now, it just seems like we're going to have to tell people, you know, at age 18, 19, 20, when you start that job, you start putting in, I hope it's like 10%, you start setting that money aside. And then, as you said, having the discipline um, not to outspend what you're bringing home. I mean, that's the other part problem, right? That Ramsey spends a lot of time helping people fix that. It's just basic cash flow. Yeah, it, it is, it's but really it's hard. Fundamentals of economics. It's no, it's really easy. 
Well, I think it's hard for a lot of people because here's here's and and Dave, thank you and thank you thank you for calling and thank you for helping out on the program today. I love that. But here's the here's the part that's hard. Why it's hard, I think, um, is everybody in the world wants you to spend money. Really, other than maybe your parents and grandparents. I mean, even in my house, and I love my wife dearly. I'll tell you an interesting story about spending, which I find fascinating. So our couple of our neighbors, our homes are built about the same time. They had their roofs replaced. And we had a tiny little leak over the, the walk up to the house. And we looked at it and thought, oh, I should have somebody look at it. And somebody came out and looked and said, oh, yeah, yeah, you need a new roof. You need it now. And it was going to be about 40 grand, I think, 42. Not cheap. Um, and I said, we're going to have to get a second opinion. We get a second opinion. The other person comes out, looks at it and goes, no, 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 no. Your roof's good for 10 more years. A little fix we can do here for 2000 It's done. What's my wife? God bless her. What's her takeaway from that? <laughs> oh, now we have $30,000 to spend on something else here because we don't have to do the roof. Now, it's just this is this perspective of money I mean, because, well, we didn't spend it there. Now we can spend it somewhere else. I'm thinking, great, we just got off the hook. We can save that money. Um, so everybody has a perspective about this. And there is an aspect in capitalism, per se, of pressure to spend your money because there's so many great ways to do it. And um, it, it just seems like it's harder to save with all of those messages. But, Dave, thank you for your call. You know, I mean, this is another thing that's come up recently is sort of people who have saved, who have the money set aside. How protected are you? Now, you should be aware that in a bank account, you're saved up to $250,000 the, by the FDIC uh, per depositor per bank. But if you have money, how about in a brokerage firm? The SIPC uh, is your backstop there. They cover up to $500,000 of securities and cash. Now, remember, in a major brokerage, because this has come up, Charles Schwab, which I think has like $8 trillion, in a major brokerage, if, if Schwab melted down, which I don't think could really happen just due to their size and everything else, but if they did, you still own those securities. And in my case, I still have a number. I, I would still own the exchange traded funds. The likelihood is those the, I just own them directly with the issuer of those exchange traded funds. If you held stocks, you still own those stocks. It's not like those are going away. Now, if you had a lot of cash there, that could be a different situation. Um, and that 500000 by the way, works for each account, individual retirement account, Roth, IRA, and broker brokerage. You know, Schwab, this has come up a bit. And the the word is Schwab has plenty of reserves. Analysts say they're not worried. And yeah, you're thinking, I've heard this before, right? Didn't they just say that about banks, et cetera? And then we look, turn our head for a second, turn back, and uh, and there's a problem. But in a general sense, you're pretty covered by those things. But coming up, let's talk about where you can make money when you can make some pretty good money right now in cash. 855-935-8255 is our number. We'll come back with more Talking Real Money. Your real life and real future. Tom and Don are talking real money. Welcome back to Talking Real Money. Your call's always welcomed here. I've got a whole bunch of questions I can take, but uh, I'd rather talk with you. 855-935-TALK. That's 855-935-8255. Call today. No Don. And you'll also get a free T-shirt. So two great benefits. Um, no, nah, I'm just kidding about the Don part. Yeah, well, you miss him. I miss him. 
one of the things, if you're money, by the way, if you're one of those people that's sitting on cash and just met with some nice folks this week that have, I think it was like $80,000 sitting around in a bank account, which to me is inefficient. If you're not going to use the money for something in the next few years, you know, I know there's people who say don't put money in stocks if you're going to use it within five. I, I'm okay with that. Bonds, maybe two or three years. Yeah, I'm okay with that too. But for those of you who sort of sit around with cash in your bank account, you are really costing yourself a lot of money today. Remember what I mentioned at the top of the show. About half of the deposits today are in major banks. And what are those major banks paying? Bank of America is paying like 0.01. So how hard is it, for example, to go open a high-yield savings account? Now, sometimes I mention this to people and they look at me cross-eyed like, Wait a minute, that's some risky online-only thing, and I can't go see my money. They're not on the street corner, et cetera, et cetera. That may seem that way to you, but they are every bit as insured as the Bank of America. So your money goes there, and guess what? It makes real money. I mean, it's because the Fed has raised these short-term rates, which are now, in many cases, higher than longer-term rates, a high-yield savings account paying pretty good. In fact, I looked this up yesterday, and you can do the same. You go to bankrate.com, bankrate.com, and uh, click on, I think it's savings, but they also have CD rates, everything up there. Right now, you can go to Basque Bank, and that's not the Spanish version. That's B-A-S-K Bank, and you can make 4.45% on your money. Well, a year ago, it was basically, I think, like one. So that's gone up dramatically, as have short-term rates, uh, but still, that's pretty doggone good, four, almost four and a half. What about using a money market fund, which, you know, if you use the Schwab government money market fund, pretty likely you're going to get your money back. It's because they use short-term government paper, but it charges a .044, but listen to this, the yield, 4.14, and I think you can get your money basically within about two days so you have to sell the fund get the cash but 4.14 that's pretty good fidelity's a government money market yielding 4.22 again short term you're making something on the money the other one that comes up a lot is certificates of deposit which of course are guaranteed by the bank they're issued by and uh right now there are some terrific deals you can you can get a brokered CD, where you go to a, a, a major brokerage like Schwab. We happened to look at Schwab yesterday. Schwab has some brokered CDs one year, one year for over 5%. So again, if you're in the Bank of America, no offense to them because I bank with them because I've got to do stuff around the country, et cetera, and it's easier. But I don't keep much money there that's not going to get paid out pretty quickly. In fact, it's all, it, for me, it's all basically in stocks or bonds. I have a little bit in high yield savings, but not much. Um, but here in CDs, as I said, the, some of these brokered CDs, over 5%. Um, you can also look at Capital One's 12 month CD paying 4.15. Synchrony's got one, a 14 month CD at five. So you can really start to make some money in those short term instruments or government bonds you can go to uh, treasury direct the six month now is paying 4.72 which is not bad and the vanguard treasury money market fund pretty doggone good 4.6 so it's a matter of efficiency 
paying attention, knowing what's going on. And, and there's a little extra work involved here because you got to open the account. you got to move the money. But, wow, it's really, really important not to let that sit around and languish in some bank that's paying you basically nothing. Give me a call. We'll talk about your situation. 855-935-8255. More coming up on Talking Real Money in just a moment. Tom and Don are talking real money. Reality Radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. Welcome back to Talking Real Money. Tom Cock here today handling host duties. Don McDonald has the day off. He'll be back next Saturday. And uh, guess what? We're going to be doing a show. I just noticed this on April 1st. Mm, get ready for a little fooling around there, huh? Uh, the telephone number, 855-935-8255. 855-935-8255. Call now. You get a free T-shirt. Wow, that's worth it right there. You could wear it right outside because the weather here in Seattle is starting to get nice or it's going to get nice. Uh, you could use it out gardening or something or changing your oil. All kidding aside, it's a nice shirt. So bring me up. I want to finish the thought about the cash aspect because I want to be very careful about what. Yeah, those are some good rates, right? Four and five percent for a one year CD. That that is good. Um but it doesn't mean that I'm suggesting that you move out of your already properly developed asset allocation, your proper balance between stocks and bonds. Because I talked to so many of you who have owned one fund and I've owned it forever and I'm going to keep owning it. For example, just being in the S&P 500 is a real problem right now. Um, not because it's the one asset class that's actually made money the last few weeks. In fact, it's uh, year to date up almost 4%, but because it's so concentrated in a couple of stocks. We'll talk more about that, but you should be set all the time. In other words, you're you're not adjusting things, moving to cash because of what the market's done, because of what's happened to banks, international crises, whatever it is. Those things are coming along every single day. Your asset allocation, your balance between stocks and bonds is built for you, for your cash needs, your period of time until you need the money, your ability to take risk, those things. That is all it is. And um, just got off the phone a couple of days ago with a person who's got all of their money in one fund at Vanguard. And uh, it's not a fund that I would have all my money in. It's actively managed. And this is part of the struggle I have sometimes with Vanguard because Vanguard while holding themselves out as the leader in indexing, still has actively managed funds. And in this case, the fund expenses are almost 0 0.50. It has a very limited diversification. And if you're in retirement, I don't think you should be all in stocks. And this person is. So you're taking on a lot of risk there. You're, you're put, setting yourself up for a lot of ups and downs and a lot of downs that could be really painful if you're drawing money out of the account at the same time. Remember, if you're pulling money and the market's going down, that can oftentimes lead you to doing bad things. So got to pay attention to those things, but I'm not suggesting that you make any moves today based on recent market activity or 
or more importantly on what people are saying is coming next because they don't know what's coming next. Uh, This piece I I alluded to earlier about people saying, if you're going to be in cash, here's where to be because in their case, because we're going to have slumping stock and bond markets in the months ahead, they have no idea. You have no idea. The smart money has no idea. So that's not why you should be moving to cash in these places. The point is, if you have cash in banks, you should be more efficient with it. You should be more efficient with all parts of your portfolio. They should all be pulling for you all the time. If you're young, it should be mainly in stocks. If you're closer to retirement, then you should probably have some in bonds to cushion the blow from perhaps a slumping market that's coming. And by the way, year to date, the 100% stock portfolio diversified is about break even. So while, yeah, this month's been kind of weird with the bank stuff and continuing international crises, et cetera, I don't think it's time to run for the hills, nor would I ever change my asset allocation or our client's asset allocation based on what may be ahead. Because what may be ahead may look a lot like what's behind. And so you should already be set up for all of those things and not reacting to uh, to the, the next thing that's coming up. So know your asset allocation, know your risk, know your time horizon, and don't mess around with things. And certainly don't move to cash. And And the only reason I'd be moving any cash at all is if I had it in a bank that was paying basically nothing, with some major banks still are, I would move it to a high-yield savings account. Yeah, I'd move it in there, and I'd be making that. at Basque Bank or another. You can go to bank rate to get more updated updated rates there. So take advantage of those, but don't be moving around. Got a lot of questions we'll take. And your calls, 855-935-8255, 855-935-TALK. More Talking Real Money is coming right up. Stay with us. to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. Hey, thanks for being part of the program today. Tom Cock here, 855-935-8255 is our phone number for you. And as I mentioned earlier, we'd be happy to uh, send you a lovely, beautiful, white with logo talking real money shirt. You can wear it proudly in your neighborhood and say, yeah, I listen to Tom and Don. Um, so anyway, ring us up. The question might be important too. 855-935-8255. We get a lot of written questions, many, many from all over the country. And that's uh, because so many of you kindly listen to our podcast. And if you're listening on local radio here in Seattle on uh, Northwest News Radio, you should listen to the podcast because you hear stuff you don't hear on the radio show. We do uh, three enterprise podcasts a week. And there's a lot of information there. And so many of you listen to that and send us questions like this one from Jenny in Indianola. I think that's Iowa. I believe I'm correct in saying that. Jenny writes, I'm approaching retirement age, starting to centralize all retirement accounts at Vanguard. When I contacted Vanguard, they provided me an advisor. I'm not going to mention the name. And so far, he answers questions direct, straightforward. The plan he proposed seems reasonable. I haven't seen or heard any red flags yet. 
How do I research him properly? What accreditation should he have? What should he not have, fiduciary or not true fiduciary? I have sizable retirement accounts, and I'm skeptical. I don't trust anyone. Well, first of all, being skeptical about your money, I think, is very wise, especially in today's world. Not just having it stolen, but being lied to, being misled, uh, being sold a product you probably don't need. So that being skeptical is a good thing. That should not be viewed negatively. Number two, Vanguard. Vanguard is a very fine organization. I trust them. I think you probably should trust them, too. Will the advice always be a fiduciary advice? Yeah, I believe it will. I don't think they have anybody there that's working as a, a broker where they only have to put you in suitable investments. I believe they have to put your interests first all the time. So I think those things are pretty easy. But here's where it gets a little more gray, okay? Because while I like Vanguard, I mentioned the, the a fund that I just looked at the other day that somebody's in that I really think is not the best. Um, they're going to put you in Vanguard products. They have an interest in, they're going to build a portfolio of Vanguard. And, you know, Vanguard is very fine and you can build a good portfolio, but I'd rather see you independent working with an independent advisor who can use any product, whether it be Vanguard or Dimensional Funds or Avantis or iShares, because Vanguard is not the best in every single one of them. And that's why an independent advisor, number two, with an independent advisor, frankly, you're going to get better attention than you do at Vanguard. It just is. They don't. They have not built that independent advice as well as in local independent registered investment advisors have. And number three is, frankly, the, the word we get in a general sense, a general sense is that the service you get from Vanguard is not still as good as most people would like to see it. It's it's it languishes. And that has a lot to do with the fact that people don't realize just how quickly Vanguard has grown here in the past uh, decade. It's been astounding. The in the, our business that called flows, the flows into Vanguard are been in the billions of dollars and that stretched them. That's made it harder. So, yeah, I think the advice you're going to get from Vanguard is fine. I think it's good. I think you should trust it. I think you should decide on what kind of relationship you want to have with an advisor. Again, a 100% fiduciary fee-only advisor that uses index or passive-like uh, products, if you will, exchange-traded funds or mutual funds, will generally be more personal than what you get at Vanguard, generally. Not saying anything bad about Vanguard, again, because they're a very fine, fun family. And by the way, speaking of other fun families, quickly, before we go to the phones, I want to thank our friends at Dimensional Funds. We just had an event down in Austin, Texas, where, by the way, it was fun to walk outside at 9 o'clock at night and still be warm, short sleeve shirt. Uh, and they hosted us, and it was, in today's parlance, lovely. Very nice. Their facility there is ridiculously nice. They fed us well. They took very good care of us. So thank you, Dimensional, for that. Dimensional is also another first-class organization. Absolutely 100% tops in my book. Let's go back to the phones. John joins us here on Talking Real Money. Hi, John. Hey, John, are you up? You're listening? Hey, there you are. How you doing? Yes. Sorry about that. Good. How That's are you? quite all right. Very well. Go ahead. I had a question. I know mostly you guys are into stocks and bonds and cash or against cash. Or I had a real estate question for you. Yeah. Um, I have a paid off rental house, and I was wondering the uh, best advice, you know, to uh, 
to get the best tax benefit out of it, you know, and then also for that same income, the best way to use it to a tax advantage. Because um, it doesn't have a mortgage, it seems to, you know, the, the main write-off isn't there. Okay, so you're getting rental income from this, and you're trying to figure out how to not pay so much tax on that rental income. Is that what I'm hearing? On the income, yeah, and as well as using the rental home for, you know, tax benefit purposes because there's no uh, no interest on it. Yeah, wow, that's, yeah, so, I mean, because that this is an area that I will be honest with you is outside of my scale of expertise here because this is, well, when people come in with these questions, we have... Uh, tax folks that work with us, I would simply say, go see uh, Laura down the hall because she would be able to tell you because I don't know. Um, and frankly, I own one piece with my wife of investment rental property, and it doesn't seem it doesn't seem uh, it never seems to work out very well from a tax standpoint. I'll put it that way. Um, and maybe yeah, we're missing like something, too. More. Yeah, you, you really do. I ran into a gentleman on the plane back from Austin on uh on Thursday afternoon, and he's got, I think, four or five, and he says it, it does work when you do it right. But he's that's his full-time job. That's what he does. And he also pointed out sure. people think this is going to be easy, and I say, and he said, it's not. And I said, yeah, if you listen to our podcast or show, you'll know that. You know, so here's what my take would be generally. Do you do your own taxes or does somebody else do them? Yeah, I do my own because after the uh, 18 tax cut, um, it just it got so simple. That, yeah, right. Uh, I would. I didn't want to pay someone thousands of dollars yeah. to fill out schedules and stuff. So, but here's what you could do: you could still go consult with somebody, probably on an hourly basis, just to say, "Am I missing anything?" It might be worthwhile still to do your own taxes, but to get somebody's expert opinion to say, "You know, here, don't forget to think about these things." That sort of service does exist. Sure. Okay, That's the well, best I answer I can more, give you. Yeah. I got one more for yeah. you, more in your wheelhouse. Uh, generally, <laughs> how do you feel about the uh, Vanguard target date 2045? You know, I like target I, date funds, kind of. And here's the reason that I'm somewhat critical of them. Um, in 2045, wow, it seems like a long time. I guess that's 20 years, right? Uh, yeah. 20 plus years. Hope I'm still here. You know, that which so it's probably what 90%, 85% in stocks, 15% bonds or something like that, or 90%. i would have to look it up to give you the particulars. But here's yeah, something like that. Yeah. Go ahead. So, so I like that in a general sense. They're going to move you from stock heavy to more in bonds. But the problem, I, the problem I see generally is you end up owning mostly large U.S. firms. You don't have enough small. You don't have enough value. You don't have enough international parts of the market that you really should own, which is something we'll take up next hour. We'll be right back with more here on Talking Real Money. and click on meet an advisor we sit down with you we'll give you some advice we'll look at your situation and guess what we give you an hour free and we don't try to sell you anything so simply go to talkingrealmoney.com click on meet an advisor glad to meet with you 
hope you realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for informational, educational, and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately and consistently predict the future, so past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Appella Capital, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. As you keep the lawyers happy.